Welcome to the College Lacrosse Live podcast, episode one. And if you're going to start a podcast in lacrosse, why not start at the top? Joined by Gary Gate, the head men's coach at Syracuse. Your team this year is a little bit different from your team last year. What have you learned about your team this year that's different from last year? Number one thing is depth. We found some players that um, fit in with our system and, and that could really help us develop some depth and add uh, some different looks for us. And guys like Sam English, Jake Stevens, uh, incredibly important, along with probably the most important guy, Mason Cohn, face-off man. So it, it's given us depth in positions where we were, you know, fell a little short last year. So this team is definitely different. Um, I think the offense continues to do what they did last year. I think the defense is improving with each game. And uh, I know yesterday we had two quarter, two shutout quarters, the second and third quarter, we didn't allow any goals. So we're getting there. We just need to get uh, to a point where we can focus for a full 60 minutes. So uh, happy with the team, happy with the guys. And I and I think, you know, we've had a couple injuries here or there. And I think that adding those players and creating depth has really uh, helped us uh, to where we're at right now. Quick follow-up just on that. Any of those new transfer players, are they a big difference in the locker room for your team? Oh, they all are. They're all, uh, you know, we I think we have nine transfers brought in. I think seven or eight of them were captains, you know, from their previous teams where they graduated uh, their undergrad degrees from. And, um, you know, that type of leadership, when you bring in a bunch of those guys, is only going to help. You know, they understand, you know, about roles and, and, you know, accepting those roles. They may not be the captain this year, but they know how to act like a leader. And I think it really helps. Anyone who knows your history knows that you were unbelievably successful coaching the women's game at the college level. Now you're a couple years into being the head men's coach at Syracuse. What's the biggest challenge going from the women's game to the men's game? Really, the key for me was just having great assistant coaches to make that transfer because, you know, just to jump into recruiting is probably the most important thing is to get out and find the best kids. And, you know, it, it takes a little bit to develop relationships. And I, I have uh, three great assistant coaches that have relationships with all the club programs and all the high school coaches that you know, maybe I didn't develop because I was I was doing that on the women's side. And uh, that's been, you know, one of our keys to recruiting success is is just being able to have those contacts, those relationships so that we know who's interested and we know which kids to recruit. And it's funny to hear you talk about assistant coaches. Just for those of you who don't really know, Gary was the all-time greatest assistant coach in women's lacrosse when you were at Maryland championship after championship. So you know what you're going with there. Let's jump to your indoor career. Easily one of the greatest indoor players ever. Your skills from those indoor successes, how do you transfer that, the importance of those skills to your team today? Well, we do a, a fall segment of box lacrosse. Um, we're lucky we're we're neighbors with uh, the Onondaga Nation 
So we get down and use their beautiful facility. They allow us to come in there. We do clinics. We help. Uh, and and we also get to practice. So we spend, you know, six, seven practices working on skills of the indoor game and the box game. So, um, you know, they get, they, get to, they get to practice it. So instead of me having to, you know, try and teach it on the field, you can teach it at the box um, in the indoor game, and then the kids can just transfer those skills to the, the field. And they've learned to play so well in those tight spaces. It seems like you've green-lighted them to be unbelievably creative and use some of that creativity that you used when you played for the Detroit Turbos, Philadelphia Wings with Tony Resch. Uh, and, you know, the tight spaces. It, lacrosse is becoming the field game. is becoming a bit of a tight space game. Is that a real valuable transfer skill from indoor? Absolutely. You know, you know, there's so much picking going on. It's it's not quite like the indoor where, you know, picks or you're blowing up guys, you're grabbing them, you're holding them, you're you're fighting. Uh, you know, it's, it's certainly a different version, but you know that you get the same results. You know, you set a good pick, you're going to get open, and you understand when, how to roll, how to slip it, whatever it is. It's going to help your game, so it's an important part of our uh, our offense uh, when we look at what we do. You talk about great players named Gate, and the whole lacrosse world is thinking about Paul and sending our thoughts and prayers. Can you give us an update on Paul's situation and how he's doing? <laughs> he's uh, you know still adjusting. You know, um, certainly. Uh, you know, his life changed dramatically over the last, you know, year. So I think it's been a year and a few months since he's had his accident. And uh, I think he's he stayed motivated and focused, you know, because of, uh, you know, the business that he runs, Gate Lacrosse, that's, that's been extremely busy. Um, you know, we're crushing it on the women's side, and we just kind of relaunched our whole men's, men's lineup. Then we have a plan to attack the men's side of the game. And he's uh, focused on that. So it really takes his mind off, you know, his situation. And, and you know, it allows him to find success in, in other things. So, so he enjoys the, the competition of uh, building a business. So he's, he's actually having a lot of fun with it. Good. His spirits are up. And I know that everybody's thinking about him. Uh, let's jump to your schedule. Some success so far, you know, the the Maryland thing that happened the way it happened. Uh, but looking forward, as a great coach always does, you guys have Army coming up. Uh, talk a little bit about Army and what you expect. And please don't say they're going to be well-conditioned because everybody knows Army's well-conditioned. No. Uh, yeah. I think most teams at this level are all well-conditioned. It's, uh, it's, it's really about, you know, their toughness. Uh, you know, their defense, probably one of the top three or four in the country. And, you know, that's going to be a great battle, much like when we played Maryland, you know, definitely one of the best defenses in the country. And, and it was tough. You know, we're, we're, I'm hoping our defense will step up and be the difference maker. You know, we're, we're just developing our, our chemistry and, and our confidence on the defensive end and, I'm hoping they can come through and make the difference in, in that game. And you talk about games. 
Last year, you did a great job getting the Carolina-Syracuse game down in the D.C.-Baltimore area. And again, this year, on March 16th at Paul VI High School, you're taking on Delaware. What do you love about games like that where they're neutral sites? You know, it's it's an opportunity to showcase uh, our team in areas where we like to recruit. You know, that's that's really what it's about. It's um, you know, putting yourself out there so so teams can see you. Hopefully, kids come to the game and they remember it. And when they get to that wonderful high school age, they remember how fun it was watching Syracuse play and and gives us a shot at recruiting them down the road. So I think there's a, a huge importance to to getting in front of. Uh, you know, future players. And you talk about players. Let's get into some of those. Tell me about Michael Leo. Uh, you know, I, I think he's, people keep saying he's underrated, but he was, you know, a top recruit. He, he you know, St. Anthony's, he, he a tremendous player, but he's got definitely one of the best shots on our team. Very quick release. He's deceptively quick. Um, and you know could score score goals you know he's he's uh like i said a very good shooter and finisher so you know he's a first uh, line midfielder for us and well deserved and you talk about a guy who can shoot joey spillane is a guy who can score goals but he can also distribute unbelievably well he's already eclipsed 100 points and he's just starting his sophomore campaign tell us about uh joey and some things we might not see behind the scenes in his work ethic well he, he that's that's it exactly he he's got an incredible work work ethic he's got a drive to be successful he wants to be one of the best players in the country so to do that you got to work at it and that that he does he, he's out there before after practices trying to get better he went up and played canadian box to try and improve his game he's going to do whatever it takes it's it's going to help him be successful so you know, he's going to continue for us to be a leader and, and our top offensive player. So we're hoping uh, he has an incredible season. And you're heading down on March 16th to Paul VI High School to play Delaware. Luke Rowe is from right in that area. Talk about Luke and his importance to the Orange this year. Well, Luke's, Luke's uh, he can shoot uh, both left and right. He can dodge. He's, uh, you know a utility midfielder for us you know he when we need him he steps up if you know if a team's not going to slide and they got to they're, they're probably gonna, if they short stick him he's going to score goals and uh, he proved that against maryland he uh you know they left him on an island i think he had three goals and um three or four goals i can't remember exactly but he uh he did what we needed him to do and he gave us a chance to win that game, and he was a huge factor in it. So uh, he's super consistent, you know, a couple goals a game type player, and, and you know, that's incredibly important coming from our midfield. you got to love midfielders who can score. Uh, talk a little bit about Christian Moulet. I know he played club ball with Joey Spillina, transfer from Lehigh. Uh, how important is he to Syracuse this year? He, he, he's that attacker that, you know, he's there to to move the ball. He's there to finish when they slide. And right now he's uh, doing a great job. You know, he's he's finding open players. Um, he's he's backdooring when they're they're looking to slide and he's scoring some goals. So he's uh he's fitting in very nicely with our, our attack and uh, 
they're really starting to develop some good chemistry. Love it. And talk, you got a new defensive coordinator, Coach O, leading the defense. What's changed? Uh, what's great about his contribution? He's a player's uh, coach. He um, He's really got these guys having fun and enjoying the, the learning his defense. It's um, it, and he really calls it their defense, and that's what I like about it. It's uh, he's giving ownership back to the players that you know he he's not out on the field. He's just helping them. It's their defense. They got to learn to communicate. They have to build their chemistry. They have to do it um, in order to be successful. And you know we got guys you know putting in a tons of extra work to try and make sure that they they put out the best uh, defense that we possibly can. Syracuse gets so much focus and you live in that fishbowl of everybody looking at what you're doing. And give me a player or players who are under the radar for Syracuse right now that aren't getting the publicity or the stats, but they're the glue guys that you love having on your team. Well, I think, uh, you know, one player I love that's just been – incredibly solid is uh, Billy Dwan. You know, he uh, on defense, he's really become the leader of that defense. Uh, you know, Riley Figueres as a freshman stepped in and he's done an amazing job as a, a guy with, you know, the redshirt freshman that, that you know, playing his, just played his, his first five games of college lacrosse and he's doing a great job. So I think I think our defense is, is underrated and I hope that you're going to see those two guys lead it and become one of the best defenses in the country by the end of the year. Great to be joined by head coach Gary Gate of the Syracuse Orange. Coach, good luck against Army. Good luck with all your games. I can't wait to see you and do some fun stuff on March 16th at Paul the Sixth High School. 